The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the disciples, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You'd better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they were away buying it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came back also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. You're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Somebody knows where this is from, right? Oh, thank goodness. The Lord of the Rings. These are the words exchanged between Frodo and Gandalf when the wizard arrived later than Frodo expected or planned. And the response makes clear that Gandalf does not operate according to anyone else's schedule or expectations. And with this in mind, with this parable we heard about bridesmaids and lamps and waiting, this morning I wonder, is Jesus late? The early Christians certainly thought so. When Jesus left the earth promising to one day return, Everyone assumed it was imminent, that it would happen any day now, any, any moment, certainly within their lifetimes. And when that didn't happen, it created a real crisis for the early church. As the first generation of Christians began to die, and Jesus still hadn't come back, people got worried scared about what that meant. This wasn't what they had envisioned, the schedule they had in mind, the way they thought things would go. Some Christians who lived in the city of Thessalonica were so worried they wrote a letter to Paul, the man who had started their congregation, asking what they should do, what was going on. And our second reading that Marie read this morning is his response. He told them not to worry, not to lose hope. Jesus is late, he said, but Jesus is still coming. Jesus is late. Unlike those earlier Christians, we don't walk around always mindful 
that Jesus could return at any moment, just waiting for it to happen. How could we? We've been waiting for 2,000 years. Most of us don't spend a lot of time thinking about Jesus returning, and we definitely don't talk about it much for lots of reasons, but including the fact that we don't want to come across like some sort of crazy religious people. You know, those ones who point to signs and talk about the end times. Throughout the ages, I mean, throughout the ages, especially during times of struggle and turmoil, which I'm learning is basically all the time, Countless people have interpreted the events happening around them in light of the Bible's words about the end times, drawing connections between passages in the Bible and contemporary events and figures. Many, many people have been confident that based on what they were seeing and experiencing, that they were living through the end times. To some degree, they were right. Moments of loss and grief and violence always mark the end of something. Many events have felt like the end of the world. Yet time has marched on. In my own lifetime, I've had conversations with many earnest people who believe we are currently living through the end times, and they are just as confident as those in ages past. To be honest, often I dismiss people who talk this way. I think of them as silly or misguided or extreme. Sometimes in my own mind, I consider them a little kooky or question if they have some sort of ulterior motive. I just don't believe the Bible is a a map to the end times or should be used in that way. But I've also realized that my quick judgments and poor assumptions about those people who talk about the end times is unfair and unloving. Don't get me wrong, I have no patience for people who use the Bible to make others fearful or who use their platform to proclaim words of hatred or condemnation. But I suspect that many people who have looked around them and wondered if the end was near, who have looked for signs that it was indeed the end times, that they've done so because they were living through moments so awful and unthinkable that they were longing and desperate for Jesus to return and fix things. Gosh, when we're faced with the worst that life has to offer I can't blame anyone for hoping that this is the moment when Jesus will come back. Please, oh please, let this be the moment when things will be made right, when peace and righteousness and justice roll down, when harmony blossoms and all is well. In fact, I often feel the same way. I'm tired of living with the reality that Jesus is late. There are days when I look around and wonder, what in the world is God waiting for? If this isn't a good time to return and establish God's kingdom here on earth, then when is? There are many days 
I just can't understand why Jesus is so late. And I feel frustrated that we're still waiting. And I know that sometimes you feel it too. When we see the brokenness and the pain and the tragedy of this world, or we experience it for ourselves, our hearts long for something better. Which is why this morning, I'd like to ask if you're willing to help me keep my candle lit. Will you help me keep my candle lit? In our parable this morning from Matthew, 10 bridesmaids went out to wait for the groom to arrive so the wedding party could start. It was custom at that time for a wedding to begin at a groom's in-law's house. And then eventually he would return to his own family's house. And then that is when the party could really begin. These bridesmaids went out to wait for the groom, taking lamps with them to light the way, but things didn't go as planned. The groom was late. He was delayed. And that is what this parable is all about. How do we wait Jesus is running late. Back when I was serving my home congregation in Pennsylvania, every year I would take our high school students on a retreat to Virginia Beach. One year late at night, I told all of them to grab a blanket and to meet me up on the beach. I spaced everybody out a good number of feet apart, and I gave everyone a candle, and I told them their job was to keep their candles lit. Some of them tried digging holes down in the sand. Some wrapped themselves in that blanket. Some of them are still trying to regrow their eyebrows. (laughs) It was cold, and it was windy. And one by one, the candles went out, till only two were left. Everyone else just sat there, in the darkness, until I told them to go over to the candles that were still burning, to relight their candles, and to keep their candles lit together. And that made all the difference. Together, every candle stayed lit. This morning, I tell you, Jesus is running late, and I'm hoping that you will help me to keep my candle lit Because some days it's hard to hold on to hope, isn't it? The world's a mess. And there are so many things happening in our lives and in the lives of people we love that chip away at our hope and our faith. Hope is like this flame that we carry within us. Sometimes it's a roaring inferno and other times it feels like a flickering candle in the wind but it is easier to keep our candles lit together as we wait for Jesus. This is one of the greatest gifts we can offer. We can help each other keep our candles lit to hold on to the hope that God has put within us. When I talk about hope, I don't mean some sort of wish or dream, but Christian hope, which rests in the certainty of the promises of God. Our hope is a confidence, a surety, a trust that 
Even when, as Pastor Sarah sang last week, God cannot be seen or seems far off, there is still hope. That even when the world is dark, God's light is shining and cannot be overcome. That though Jesus is indeed delayed, he is coming nonetheless. And when he does, it will not be cause for fear or terror, but for celebration and joy. For when Jesus returns, the kingdom of God will be fully established in this world. It will be on earth as it is in heaven. We will be reunited with the saints who've gone before us. What is wrong will be made right, and all that is broken will be healed and repaired. War and violence will be no more. Sickness and suffering will cease. Injustice and evil will end, and the world will be the way God intends for it to be, the way our souls yearn for it to be. The lowly will be lifted up, the forgotten will be drawn near, and the divisions that separate us will be vanquished in God's grace and love and glory. This is our hope. And some days I feel so sure of it, I know it's true. And other times it sounds silly even to my own ears. So I'm counting on you to help me keep my candle lit. Will you do that? God's placed this hope in us, and God is still watering it, but sometimes it feels awful fragile, and so God has given us to one another to help keep our candles lit. Will you do that for each other? Will you let others do that for you? Will you help keep our hope burning? Our hope is an expression of our faith. It is our defiance in the face of this world's brokenness. Hope is our rebellious response to this world's rampant cynicism. Hope is our cry of resistance to the hatred that surrounds and seeks to engulf us. Hope is our act of rebellion as we proclaim God's vision of a humanity created to be one. Hope is the strength that allows us to reject despair. Hope is what makes us obstinate enough to refuse to settle for the way things are and to instead work to make our corner of the world just a little bit brighter. Hope is our shelter Hope is our refuge. Hope is the burning and the longing in our hearts. And hope is the song that we sing. Jesus is late. Later than we had thought or planned. He's delayed. Running behind our schedule. He told us that we would not know the hour or the day. And like Gandalf, it is clear he does not operate according to anyone else's schedule or expectations. And so we wait. But we do not wait as those who have no hope. And as we wait, we keep our candles lit together. We keep hope alive for ourselves and for one another and for this world. So may hope bloom within us and among us. Let us help each other keep our candles lit. And God hasten the day when Jesus returns 
and all our hopes are fulfilled. Amen.